0: Thank you, Brother Foster. Thank you, Adoree. Thank you, those kitchen mechanics. and we keep making it harder and harder every single (laughs) day. But what a blessing. (coughs) I'd rather be complaining about being too full than to be walking around with hunger pants. God is good. Amen. Amen. This evening, our lesson titled The Gospel of Hail. The gospel of hell. How can you escape the condemnation of hell? How can you escape the condemnation of hell? There is an avenue of escape. You know what I love about God is hell is a place you decide you want to go, it's not a place He desires anyone to go, but it is a place where you have to make up in your mind, you choose over him, because what the Bible teaches about the love of God is he is so loving, so long suffering, taught us that his desire is what? That all men be saved. (laughs) But sadly enough, there are some who will choose not to be obedient unto the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. (coughs) Words translated regarding hell in the New Testament. Hades, the realm of the dead. Luke 16 and 23, uh, Acts 2 and 31. We have, I don't want to jump too far ahead. The term Hades is used. The realm of the dead. One of you brothers did Luke 16 and 23, and one did Acts 2.31. <coughs> Hades. We need to understand when we're talking about these places, we need to make sure we understand what we're talking about. Now, no if, ands, or buts about it. It's real. But you need to know what you're talking about when you're talking about it. Luke 16 and 23, the Bible says what? And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being tormented, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And in hell he lifted up his eyes. And he was also in torment. torment. Mm -hmm. So what does this tell you about this place? It's not somewhere you want to be. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes. And it wasn't until he arrived here he decided he wanted to negotiate and evangelize. Too late. We must be busy and be about the father's business now. And what this is referring to is the rich man and Lazarus. After he died, the Bible says in hell he lifted up his eyes and beheld Paul Abraham. And he saw Lazarus at a distance across that gulf. Now what is so peculiar about that gulf? It was said, you're over there and you can't come over here. And we're over here, and we can't come over there. Amen. It was a God that divided those that have been evil and those that have been good. Now, the rich man, in hell, he lifted up his eyes. And he beheld Father Abraham. And he started thinking about family members he left behind. So, Father Abraham, send Lazarus. Mm -hmm. And what always stands out to me in that Lazarus sat outside the gate every day Mm -hmm. while he dined sumptuously. Mm -hmm. Lazarus only desiring the crumbs that fell from the table. Lazarus could only find comfort from the dogs. Licking his souls. but it, it, it amazes me in this lesson, in this uh, teaching, he knew who Lazarus was. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you about the heart of a person? You seeing someone sit outside your gates every day. Don't wanna come sit at the table with you. Matter of fact, don't even, require the desire to even be in your house but he just desired the crumbs that fell from your table and you didn't have enough compassion in your bowels to even do that but see one thing for certain the rich and the poor having come death Amen. Death. Amen. death the bible said they both died the rich man died, they just said he was bigger. Yeah. But when Lazarus died, he had an escort. Amen. Amen. That's something to think about. Amen. Just because you're poor economically doesn't mean you have to be poor in faith. Amen. Doesn't mean you have to be disobedient. You can still be economically poor, but yet you can still be rich in faith in obedience. And when it's all said and done and this life is over, you can have a better place. Yeah. <coughs> so, in hell he lifted up his eyes. Okay. Acts 2 and 31 says what? He's saying this before the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. Okay, so. teaching say, when you die, it's just over. No. When you die, it's just the beginning. We need to understand that. The state of man, if you can see this chart, there are two places, paradise and Tartarus. But prior to arriving at one of those places, some things occur and helping to determine where you're going to end up. Giving birth as a child, you're in a safe condition, you're safe. Children don't have any sin. But growing of age, accountability, you come to know the truth in the gospel and you obey it, adding you to the kingdom of God or adding you into the church. But then those who refuse to obey the gospel they remain servants of sin they are part of the kingdom of Satan because it is their, it is his will they will do when you abstain from doing what's right by God it leaves you only one other to obey you say well I don't serve the devil if you don't serve God you serve the devil by simply not obeying God. Amen. Then, there's a physical death. Hebrews 9, 27 mentioned, an appointment all of us have. Amen? Amen? After death of judgment, the physical body expires on this time side of life. So, the soul must go somewhere. The spirit is returning to God. The soul waits until that final judgment, mm-hmm. it has to wait somewhere. It's going to wait in paradise, or you're going to hook up with the rich man. Mm-hmm. And something else you need to understand about this, the rich man remembers some things. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. The rich man remembered some things. Amen. Amen. Father Abraham, sin Lazarus. Mm-hmm. how did he remember his man? There's a conscious awareness. Not only a conscious awareness of being able to recall some things, but he was in torment. Yeah. Notice he didn't say I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. And when you stop and think about this, if you're in torment <coughs> while you await your final judgment, you only have something worse to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Well, if he's already in torment, That means something worse to come. Well, how long do you have to wait there, Until? Until. And can you imagine being in torment only to have to look forward to something worse? The second death, right? The lake of fire, right? So, it's either paradise where you rest in Abraham's bosom. Right? Or Taurus, and there's a gulf in between. There are no transfers, there's no parole hearings. That gulf is a fix where if you land into Taurus, that's where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. If you land in paradise, that's where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Following that, as I mentioned. I kind of skip. After phys- physical death, the grave, the termination paradise, the do you await the second death? Do you go to heaven or the or the lake of fire that burns? But a worm just wails away, weeping and gnashing of teeth. And when you stop and think about that, you say, Does it ever end? No. No. And when you stop and think about this, this isn't where God wants you to go. But God so loved the world, he made a provision for mankind to avoid this place of torment. The Lord is not slack concerning His promises, as men count slackness. God, when He says something, He means it. He's going to do it. Amen. And God's will and desire is that all men be saved, mm-hmm. that they repent and be with Him in heaven. So Taurus, as I mentioned, intermediate place of torment. Nothing good about that place. I sit and imagine sometime, and, and I know this is just me imagining, from what the rich man said, he cried out to Father Abraham, Reggie, and he said, I'm in torment in this place. Now, when you stop and think about someone being torment, what comes to my mind is, This is something far beyond just regular pain. Mm -hmm. This is something that's really pushed beyond just regular pain. You know, you can stink your fingers in the house, that hurt. But you can cut yourself and say, now that really hurt. Mm I was telling my wife last night, we were talking about something. I said, I remember when I hurt my knee uh, with the tractor and when I fell off the tractor and landed, I just sat there. My knee was stuck between the the trailer and the bumper, but I just sat there in a day. But I guess it was the adrenaline. God wants you to go there. This love for us has been demonstrated far beyond measures. Mm-hmm. So it really has to fall on us to have to end up in such a place. Gehenna, final state of the condemned. Burns. Burns. I don't know if you heard the radio program this morning. It's taken from a term, uh, a a Hebrew term, from a city south of uh, Jerusalem where the Canaanites, they took the Jews and they offered them as sacrifices and they burned them. And they burned them so often and so much, it became a place to the Jews of defilement. But this term come from the fact that it just burns, burns, burns. So does the lake of fire. <clears throat> you say, what? Well, if it just burn, 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 you're gonna burn up and that'll be it. No, 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 no. See, that's the key. It burns and so do you. Mm. It just continues to burn. And so do you. For as long and joyful as it would be in heaven to spend an eternity, that's how long you would spend an eternity in this life of fire. Oh, that's a long time to burn. Well, nobody likes a fire like God, buddy. And that's a long time to burn. Gehenna, hell, as we commonly understand it. Who wants to go there? Obviously, a lot of people do. Because when you reject and refuse to do God's will and obey the gospel, you're simply saying, that's where I want to go. The condemnation of hell. Jesus spoke of it 11 times. Matthew 5, verses, uh, 5 and 22, verses 29, 30, 10 and 28, 18 and 9. It's not a topic you're not familiar with. Jesus spoke of it all oh, a place of fiery torment. Mark chapter 9 and 43 through 48. Matthew 12, 41 through 42, and also verses 49 through 5. A place of fiery torment. That just a thought. Oh, fiery torment. Anybody here ever been burned? I mean, just playing with fire, or house fire, whatever. Man, that's one of the worst pains in the world. To be burned. You know, when you're young, you do some crazy stuff. You know, I had a nickname, Fireboy. and I've said anything on no fire. But I, I remember in high school, one of my crazy fraternity days, Thomas, we had to learn the Greek alphabets. He said, what's the big deal to that? But y'all remember those wooden matches about that long? You had to strike the wooden match and hold it upside down and save it. What happens if you start stumbling? And, and, and matches burn faster when you hold them upside down. Wasn't that crazy? I learned And didn't get burned. To so get burned is a bad feeling. You have a, you can attest <coughs> to it. this, some of you working in the natural field, and you have a smell burnt flesh? Let me tell you. It's a stench that you will never forget. Never, never. You could pass by a dead coon, or a dead armadillo, a dead deer. Side of the road and ninety degree weather in the summer. It don't compare to burnt flesh. Mm-hmm. There's something about burnt flesh mm-hmm. that just—it's—it's it's like it just sticks to your smell, your uh, your your senses of smell. You never forget. It. You may say, well. Flesh and blood ain't going to be in heaven anyway. You're right. But your soul will. Amen. But your soul will. So don't think you got an out by saying, well, flesh and blood won't be there. Let me tell you, God know what he was doing. Amen. And don't think you're going to escape by being disobedient and get out of the torment if you so end up in this place. It's, it, uh, it's depicted as a lake of fire. Revelation 20 and 15 and also 21 and eight. A lake of fire. i this is the closest thing I can imagine that could even come half close or fraction close well, is a volcano erupting and where it just totals together. The extreme heat and intensity of a volcano erupted. Still don't do it justice compared to what will happen. Man. Who wants to go there? People laugh and make jokes. Well, I know I got to go to heaven when I die, but I'm in hell now. you You're not burning. Apparently, you study to understand what it's really all about. Jesus spoke of hell more than anyone in the Bible. And believe it or not, what George of his discussing was trying to tell you, you don't want to go there. You don't have to go there. The escape from hell, I told you there is an escape. Jesus came to save the lost. Amen. Matthew 18, 11 through 14. Mm-hmm. Right. Not God's will for any of us. Look around. If God had it his way, and if we truly love God, all of us will be in heaven right one day. Mm-hmm. That's God's will. Amen. All of us will be there. But God left it a free will for each one of us to choose. And if you don't make it, you can't blame God. He provided an escape. He came to save the lost. God sent his son to save the lost. John 3, 16, 17, Romans 5 and 8. Somebody get Romans 5, verses 8 through 11. We know what John 3.16 said. If you don't, you need to leave. We're going to put you in remedial church. <laughs> Romans 5, 8 through 11. What does the Bible say? But God, but God commanded his love towards us. And that while we were yet sinners, mm-hmm. Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved. From wrath through him. For if, uh, when ye were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. You know what? All of us need to all of us need to write that passage down and read it several times a day. While we were enemies, think about that. How crazy does that sound? you're going to be an enemy with God. Well, who's going to win? Huh? God, right? And God knew, hey, you can't beat me, but you know what? Even though you're dumb and stupid, you know what? I prefer to provide a way of escape for you to save you. That's the love of God. That's the beauty of the God that we serve that Hey, he's not this mean, 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 God who just said, I'm going to send you to hell. No, he's a loving God. He's a loving God whose will is simply repent. I want to save you, and I've always by giving my only begotten son. The gospel tells how to be saved. Mark 16, 15, 16, Acts 2, 38. We could go on and on. List scriptures. Just Acts chapter two itself can can teach you a lesson. That tells us God wants us to be saved. He didn't leave us in the dark while we were yet sinners. He left us a pattern. He left us a map that if we should adhere to it, we can avoid hell. Amen. The gospel of hell is that we can be saved from it. Mm-hmm. And it's my hope, my plea, that we would have the love for God first of all, to do his will in our own lives. But we will also have enough compassion and love to look at others who are lost and try to lead them and tell them the good news. You know, some people don't believe anybody loved them in their lives. You might not believe that, but there are people who exist today who don't believe anyone loved them. Not even God. And some folks don't believe God loved them because they don't know God. How can they know God loved them if they don't know God? Wouldn't it be great if we could introduce some people to God? Wouldn't it be great if we could lead more people to Christ and tell them hell is not the place you have to settle for? Don't believe the lies of the devil. He knows where he's going, he's just trying to take as many with him. You know, that's amazing how the devil works. So do like people. People don't like to, people don't like to stir up mess by themselves. They always want to get a counterpart of a group. See, that's how the devil is. He's not content with the fact that, look, I know I'm doomed, but since I'm doomed, let me just lead as many others as I can to suffer and bear what I'm going to bear for eternity. Mm -hmm. Folks, you don't have to settle for that. You don't have to settle for it. Give your life to the Lord. Trust in Him obey him. Have you obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ? You need to, because mm-hmm. the day is coming. Jesus coming back with his angels, flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and obey not what? The gospel. The gospel. And that includes, folks, who've been baptized? Mm-hmm but well, have become slow and, and, and unfaithful. You're not glorifying God by living like that. If you're sold on something, you're gonna give it your best. You're gonna be committed to it. You're gonna be faithful in serving it. So that's why it's so important today. This gospel of hell, as I call it, is it, not to condemn you in any way. It's simply to inform you, you don't have to go there. Amen. God's love is such that he don't want any man to be lost. He proved it by giving his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. His son proved his love to the father. By enduring all the way to the cross. By showing obedience and his love to the Father. So I'm asking you today, what are you willing to do? With all of the better promises, with all of the better things that we have with this new covenant, with all of the guarantees and the assurances we have, because we know God cannot lie. What are you willing to give? Are you willing to give your life. Any man who seeks to save his own life, he's going to lose it. But any man willing to lose his life, for my name's sake, Jesus said, he shall <coughs> find And what a life it is to find. You don't want to go to hell. Matter of fact, we even need, we need to stop joking about it. Because this thing is far is, is more deeper than what you understand and know. Heard a guy a sermon one time and said, the sermon of hell ain't no laughing matter. And guess what? It's not. It's not. that are people that that were wicked but we're just not working Now we, we don't have no tricks and gadgets to put people in I'm just simply saying that we're sharing with people the truth about what hell really is and what they stand to face and where they stand to spend eternity in comparison to the love of God and what he has to offer, I believe there's some people out there who would love to be baptized for the mission of this. But how are they going to know? We don't talk. We need to work, folks. We have worked. Say that again, everybody in your family ain't no stranger. There's, there's some folks you call cousins who need to avoid this place. Some folks in your family call auntie, huh? who need to avoid this place. A lot of folks who aren't strangers you can share this message with. And folks, all you can do is share it. But just make sure you share. It. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you share. It. You sow the seed. God will take care of the rest. He knows the condition he knows the condition of the heart. That way, you know, if they pass prior to obeying, you you understand, and you don't have to whoop and holler like folks don't have no hope. Mm-hmm. And you can have a peace of mind. Knowing I try. I try. For us who are members of the body, hell is real. Once saved, not always saved. Amen. There are some things we need to do to stay calm and calm. What's our song, Adore? Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord, for providing an escape. Because we were all on that road. But look what he did. He he so loved. You know what? I said, he so loved me, he gave his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have to make things more personal. You, you, You say, well, he so loved the world. No, 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 let's make it personal. He so loved me that he gave his only begotten son. I was so special in his sight. He looked down throughout eternity and the ages and said, you know what? I need to sacrifice my only begotten son because Barry may have gone show up on the scene one day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was going to raise some sand in his younger days. But I'm going to save that choker. I'm going to save him. And look at me now. Amen. My mama just said, boy, you can run.
1: You can run. I said, oh, mama, chill
0: out. got to call it. Boy, you better use some of that talent, God bless you with it, for more than the world. Oh, mama, chill out. Chill out. Go to church. With you. Chill out. Boy, don't let the sun go down on you out there, mama. Look at that. And look at what God did. He gave this rice for time. He gave me time. And I'm telling you folks, the only thing I regret and I'm mad about, I didn't start something Because I really thought there was something out there to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Come on, get on board the train, folks. Come on, get on board. It's low enough. Just say, it. thank you, Let us together stand. Let us stand. Hey.